of Death of Jesus Christus, praise be Jesus Christ. Something really beautiful happened this morning. Um, I was doing my holy hour from the Lord, and I found myself getting increasingly frustrated with this whole coronavirus and the situation we find ourselves in the church and, you know, many different forms of suffering right now going on in the church, both on a theological level, level a moral order, and then also um, to go on top of that with the shutdown of so many churches and so many people not being able to receive the sacraments. It's been just very hard, especially as a priest, you're, you're a father of people and so of your, of your sheep. And so it's, it's really difficult to not to be able to feed your own children with the sacraments in this time. And it's just been increasingly more and more frustrating. But I came um, to my computer right after my prayer and I received a really beautiful email from someone, just a, a forward about a certain priest cardinal, uh, Francis Xavier Van Duan. And he was a, a cardinal in Vietnam who had to go through, um, in, he was imprisoned for 14 years, nine of which were in solitary confinement. So it really made me think, I'm going to read um, kind of his reflection that I, was sent to me. But I think what it touches on is what is the secret to peace? How can we have peace in the midst of whatever suffering we're going through? Whatever you're going through right now, like the one thing that you think, if, if only this wasn't here, I could be happy. If I could get rid of this one suffering, then my life could go on. Um, we all have something like that. What's the secret to finding peace in the very situation that you find yourself right now? And I think what Cardinal Ventuan does for us is he reminds us that it's to love God above the works of God, which is above all creatures, which is to love him more than any situation I'm going through at the present moment. That means to find him right now where I'm at rather than on the other side of it. And when we can do that, um, that's what can give us peace. When we can stop focusing so much on the suffering itself, but find Christ in the midst of it. So this is uh, his reflection. So he was, first just a quick word about him. He was born in 1928 in Vietnam and went into seminary in 1941, so 13 years old, very young, and joined the Catholic seminary, was ordained in 1953 at 25 years old. That was the average age that priests were ordained. You couldn't be ordained any earlier than that, but 25 years old. And uh, about 20-some years after that, in 1975, he was named Auxiliary Archbishop of Saigon. And he was, of course, the Catholic faith with communism spreading all over. It was uh, becoming an increasingly hostile environment. And at one point he was arrested and imprisoned by the communists because of his leadership in the Catholic faith. So 14 years in solitary in, in imprisonment, nine of which absolute solitary confinement, not speaking to anybody in total seclusion. You can imagine where were you nine years ago? Where are you today? And imagine not seeing anybody that entire time. And if you want to learn more about his story, there's a great movie, just half an hour long. You can think it on Amazon or YouTube. Uh, it's called The Road to Hope. The Road to Hope. And it's just a half an hour film on his experience. Definitely worth the watch. So basically, he felt that this suffering that he was going through in this prison was a waste of all the good works that he wanted to give to Christ. 
because he was very zealous out in the world. And so all he could think about was how he was going to get out of prison so he could go back to doing the works of God. But the more he thought about this stuff, he, the more he became increasingly angry and resentful and bitter, which only made his imprisonment, you know, all the more difficult to endure, just made it stretch so much longer. But one day he said he came to the realization and he stopped waiting for things to change and decided to change his own outlook. The way he sees it is to love God in the current circumstances he found himself exactly where he was. So I'm now just going to read his kind of moment of enlightenment. He said, It is true. All prisoners, myself included, constantly wait to be let go. I decided then and there that my captivity would not be merely a time of resignation, but a turning point in my life. I decided I would not wait. I would live the present moment and fill it with love. For if I wait, the things I wait for will never happen. The only thing that I can be sure of is that I am going to die. No, I will not spend time waiting. I will live the present moment and fill it with love. A straight line consists of millions of little points. Likewise, a lifetime consists of millions of seconds and minutes joined together. If every single point along that line is rightly set, the line will be straight. If every minute of a life is good, that life will be holy. Alone in my prison cell, I continued to be tormented by the fact that I was 48 years old, in the prime of my life, that I had worked for eight years as a bishop and gained so much pastoral experience, and there I was, isolated, inactive, and far from my people. One night, from the depths of my heart, I could hear a voice advising me, quote, Why torment yourself? You must discern between God and the works of God. Everything you have done and desire to continue to do, pastoral visits, training seminarians, sisters, and members of religious orders, building schools, evangelizing non-Christians, all of that is excellent work, the work of God. But it is not God. If God wants you to give it all up and put the work into His hands, do it and trust Him. God will do the work infinitely better than you. He will entrust the works to others who are more capable than you. You have only to choose God and not the works of God. He goes on, This light totally changed my way of thinking. When the communists put me in the hold of the boat, the Hyphona, along with 1,500 other prisoners, and moved us to the north, I said to myself, looking over them, Here is my cathedral. Here are the people God has given me to care for. Here is my mission. To ensure the presence of God among these, my despairing, miserable brothers. It is God's will that I am here. I accept His will. And from that minute onward, a new peace filled my heart and stayed with me for 13 years.
End quote. That, that last line is, I think, what says it all. From that minute onwards, a new peace filled my heart and stayed with me for 13 years throughout his entire imprisonment. Because when we're always thinking about getting over the cross that we're facing in the present moment, what we're really telling ourselves is, I cannot be happy. I cannot find peace. I cannot find God and joy where I'm at right now. Things have to change before I can be who I want to be. But that's the lie of the devil. And it actually keeps us from really ever engaging in our life. When we always see it on the other side of a hill, we have to get over. The real secret to a holy and and joyful life is the present moment. Accepting myself for who I am right now. Accepting the situation of the church where it is right now. Accepting the situation in the world where we, are, where we are right now. And then asking the question, how can I fill this moment with love? Who are the people right in front of me who I can give myself to? What are the things I can clean up that are manifesting themselves right in front of my face in this present moment? How can I embrace my life as it is at this time? And what was really beautiful uh, with him is because he changed his attitude, he became such a source of conversion and light for so many other people around him. Um, I may read this. This is a cool little testimony I heard. Um, when the prison's guards asked if he felt resentment towards them for his, imprison- in, for his imprisonment because he was put through a lot of torture, he only assured them of his concern and love for them. His love was both bewildering and contagious. Government officials soon discovered prison guards questioning communist ideals and singing the Veni Creator Spiritus while working. As a result, government officials were constantly changing the archbishop's prison guards because Christian ideals were infecting die-hard communists. But by the time the guards were moved away, the saintly prisoner had already imprinted his ideals in their hearts. Like the persecuted Catholics that preceded him, Colonel Vantoine's charity shows that only Christian love can bring about positive change. It is when one's love when one loves without boundaries, that one brings forth new life. And that's the secret. If I accept my life where I'm at right now, with who's around me, then I'm able to love them in that very moment. And it's the very thing of loving them as they are, where they are. That's what transforms. Not uh, the ideal of a perfect situation in which I can be who I want to be. It's accepting the disorder of my own condition right now and loving in the midst of that. Antoine says, he wrote this in his diary, I accept my cross and I plant it with my own two hands in my own heart. If you were to permit me to choose, I would change nothing because Lord, you are with me. I am no longer afraid. I have understood now. I am following you in your passion and in your resurrection. End quote. So we can say that too. You know, if we're suffering um, any specific cross right now, if you can't change what you're going through externally, you can take up your cross in a very special way and follow Christ saying, I will go with you in your passion and resurrection. This is going to be my little suffering. I can join with you. And I know that through it, just as the Father raised you, so if I embrace this and go into my own death, 
in this situation, you will raise me up. This is my way of joining you, of loving you, just as you come to me right now in these circumstances. And if we can say that, if we can make that prayer from our hearts, embrace our cross and love in the present moment, then we too can have that same peace as the Cardinal. God bless you all.